Thanks for listening to this Arrow FM podcast, brought to you with the support of New Zealand On Air. Hey, hey, beautiful people, and welcome to World Domination. I'm your host, Monica Ferguson, and you are in the perfect place to level up. Here I cover all things personal development, mindset, healing, spirituality, and manifesting your most abundant and impactful life. All done with a massive dose of real talk and an open book policy, because who is time for superficial chit-chat? Thank you for being here. Thank you for choosing you, and thank you for showing up when it would be way easier to watch Netflix. Let's get into it. Oh, and don't forget to connect with me over on Instagram, at TheMonicaFerguson. Hey, hey, beautiful people, Monica here, and welcome to this week's episode of World Domination, where I bring you literally the man that changed my entire life. This is my coach, Stuart Walter. He is a mindset coach at the Elite Mindset Institute, and he also has a podcast, which is amazing, which I highly recommend, called CEO Secret Weapon. So this episode is all about actually learning how to stop how to be still, because in order for us to actually create success, we need to be able to do that. Not this hustle growing culture that burns everyone out, makes us feel bad about resting, but actually, if we want to be truly successful, it's the exact opposite. So enjoy and let us know your aha moments. I wish everyone could hear the way that this man talks to me when we're not recording. <laughs> Yet somehow I'm still inviting you here. What's that about? Oh, well, probably says- well you're probably still hypnotized. Oh my God. <laughs> Anyway, okay. <laughs> never know what's going to happen with you. But, Stuart Walter, welcome back. Hi. 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 So, this episode is going to be hilarious, I already know, because it's been sitting in my head since December of last year. I remember, just context for everyone listening, uh, I was listening to, it was a pretty, it was a pretty good episode that you recorded, podcast episode called All and Nothing. I've probably listened to it about three times, I reckon, send it to everyone I know. <laughs> Not that I'm saying you're good or anything, obviously, but um, so anyway, in this episode, you're speaking about slowing down, resting, stopping, all that stuff. You use the phrase, the ultimate sloth, which I thought was one of the greatest things I've ever heard. I literally cackled out loud in my car by myself. And I was like, that is a whole episode in itself. And um, so that's my first question for you, sir. What is the ultimate sloth? (laughs) Sir, (laughs) wow. We have started on a professional basis. (laughs) Did you enjoy that? Yeah. (laughs) Not used to that. It's not going to happen again. (laughs) Ultimate sloth. Okay. Let's, let's, Let's look at the world. Everything is so fast paced. Everything is push, grind, hustle. And even this morning, I mean, you go on to uh, Crapbook, you look at Instagram and you got a whole heap of stuff saying, this is the secret. This is what you have to do. Here's your daily plan and you can squeeze the most out of life. I'm just going, these people are breaking people. Yeah. It is ridiculous because we're not designed to work that hard, that fast all the time. Mm. But if you look at us in nature, it's, if what we became was, I mean, if what we still were was what we should be in nature, we wouldn't be having jobs. We wouldn't be doing all this stuff. We wouldn't have computers and phones. We're not designed DNA-wise to do what we do. Yeah. 
Okay, our brain has got a different way of approaching things. So when you listen to all these self-imposed gurus and influencers or influ- influenzas, um, <laughs> the sickness out there, what happens is everyone is so busy trying to be busy, and it's break. It literally is breaking people now. I think the ultimate sloth uh, comment came from the fact that we need to be able to switch off. Mm. Okay, to be able to switch on. It implies that we switch off. Yeah. Right? If people are always on, they're only operate. They're not operating a hundred percent all the time. You can't do that. The brain and the body is going to self implode. So it's a matter of going. You know, let's just take a break. So that episode I did, all or nothing, it came off the back of a conversation or a phone call I had with a triathlete, a three-time world champion, who basically said. My brain is weak. I went, mm. no, no, it's not. Your brain is actually so powerful. It's just stopped a three-time world champion. Yeah. And if you look at uh, this world champion, it's in Ironman triathlon. Okay, nothing nothing small like a 100-meter sprint, but something big. Okay, 3.8K swim, 180K cycle, and then a marathon. Now you're warmed up. Okay, <laughs> it's ridiculous. This person said, I just can't push past a certain barrier for all of my three disciplines, running, swimming, cycling. I went, okay, well, what's that number? And I knew exactly what it was because I wrote it down in a bit of paper. It's 80%. Mm-hmm. Okay. And she goes, oh, it's around 80%. And I held up the bit of paper and she goes, how do you know that? And I went, duh, I'm a mind reader. <laughs> but no, I'm not a mind reader because I just understand how the brain works. And I said, what happens with every elite person? Okay. Business, life, sport, whatever it is, it's always the same. People have this um, ability to push. Okay? But most people start feeling resistance to potential at 40%. That's mm-hmm. four zero. So once it hits 40%, people start going, oh, it's getting a bit hard. It's getting a little bit tired. I don't know if I can do it. That's 40%. So we can double that to 80%, which is exactly the range that most people sit in. Okay, so there's 80% athletes that went, oh, I want 100%. I said, look, you're not going to be able to get it because when your brain says, hey, slow down, she does. And I'll go, where do, where do you stop? You know, I don't stop. She goes, I slow down. I said, to what? She goes, oh, here we go again. I'll write down the number. She said, oh, 40%. 40%. So I've gone, huh, okay, that's typical. So what happens? People start feeling resistance to potential at 40%. They can double it to 80% and let me come back to the one thing that stops everyone from achieving is fear. Yeah. Okay? Fear. You know, <laughs> I created fear and undoubtedly fears <laughs> within you. That was awesome. That's one of my, one of my skills. Okay. So let's face it. If we've got a fear of something like everything in Australia wants to kill you, snakes and spiders, we got everything. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you had a fear of spiders, you'd move away from it. If you had a fear of snakes, you'd move away from it. We're naturally wired to move away from fears. Yeah. Some people go, oh, I've got a fear of failure. No, you don't. Because if you had a fear of failure, you'd actually be pushing yourself away from failure, which is towards success. Yeah. Okay. And most people can achieve 80% of success by running away from the past. But it's the other 20% is the fear of success pushing back. Mm. Okay. And that's exactly what this athlete was experiencing because every time she got to 100% got injured. 
Brr, yeah. The brain will hold back. Got injured again. Brr, let's hold back. Got injured again. Brr, let's hold you back to 80%. So you get the message. We're not going to give you any more on the top end because you keep breaking yourself. Why do you do that? Because you don't do anything at the bottom end. Yeah. So instead of going, hey, I need to slow down, I said, don't slow down. I want you to stop. Stop Mm. totally. I mean, you live in the Sunshine Coast, for Christ's sake. Have a coffee. Sit on the beach. Have a cocktail. (laughs) Put your feet up. Watch a movie. And that's where the ultimate sloth came from. I said, just become the ultimate sloth. Yeah. Because we want you to switch off. Okay, refocus on what's important, switch off, focus on your health, your happiness and love, and then go, right, when the motivation's back in there, hop on this motivation wave and surf that into shore. Yeah. Okay, so you need to switch off. When you switch off, which is totally against every other business paradigm that says work harder, okay, all these (laughs) influencers, again, push, (laughs) grind, hustle, sleep when you're done, not when you're tired. What's the other one? 24 second, uh, seven. Get a second side hustle. Work seven days, 24. If you can't do that, you're a loser. Yeah. Okay, so what people are doing, they're breaking physically, emotionally and financially. And they're also breaking with the belief that they're not good enough. So they've got mm. low self-esteem, low confidence because they haven't been able to push like all these influencers keep saying. Yeah. Okay. So guess what? Are these people that are successful in inverted commas? Cause I'm doing that. Um, <laughs> Have they actually done what they're saying? No. <laughs> Have they become that person? No, but if you sign up for my $1,997 course, sure, I'll tell you what you need to do, but I'm not going to tell you how to do it. Yeah. It's ridiculous. So, oh, here am I getting a bit passionate. I love it. So, <laughs> I'm all about it. Again, if you want to switch on, it implies you switch off. So what we do this with this triathlete, we switch her off. Okay, she's going to be sitting there at home. She's going to be guilty. You'll feel guilty if you're sitting at home and go, oh, everyone else is working hard. Okay, forget it. Switch off. Feel good about switching off, knowing that when you do switch on, which is exactly what she did, if all three of her disciplines were sitting at 80%, switched off, she took half a day, motivated herself, went, right, let's go, Boof. instantly, she jumped up to 85% for all three disciplines. Mm. I said, right, keep going at 100% at 85% until your brain says slow down. But don't slow down, stop. Yeah. Then go again, bang, instantly up to 90% because her husband is her coach, all the documentation, all the data was all coming through, everything else. So it was all good. Yeah. Okay, so keep going and keep going and keep going until switch off. And then, bang, switch on. So every time she now turns up, it's, she knows she's going to be 100%. So there's no guesswork. Her opponents know she's going to be 100%. So therefore they know, oh shit, we're racing for second. Okay. Simple. Mm. Then, okay. So what we've now got is the fact that the brain is now going, huh, I know I'm going to be in the zone. My opponents know I'm going to be in the zone. They're going to put more pressure on themselves and end up going backwards because we know we're going for second. So it's a very simple process to go, if you want more, you have to do less. Yeah. And you've got to feel comfortable with sitting down there. And as I, and I've shared it with you, when I am in the zone, I'm in the zone. Yeah. As soon as I hang up during summer, I'm probably in the pool during winter. <laughs> well, <laughs> you can see me. We're all good. Because you've got to be able to switch off. 
Yeah. If you don't switch off. And it, it literally is not what people say. It's all and nothing. I mean, all or nothing. It's this is all and nothing. Mm. Okay, so when you do turn on, you're at a hundred percent. So if you're yeah. looking at the average person doing a what eight, 10 hour day, let's call it a 10 hour day for mathematics. Mm-hmm. If you're doing a 10 hour day, what's your level of effectiveness? Are you 50, 60, 70, 80%, 93%? What's your level of effectiveness? If you're only 60%, why not do six hours at a hundred percent? Quality of work you put out at a hundred percent is going to be a lot better than 60%. Yeah. So you've got that added advantage. Yeah. So this is critical for people. It's it's not this push 24-7. Okay. I've got a corporate team in Australia that I've been working with. Okay. The boss, because I've been working with him, the CEO of the company. You know those little swipe cards to get in and out of your office? Yeah, he's mm-hmm. locked. You can't walk in the office till quarter to nine. He's Good. locked them out. Yeah. Them out. Okay. Awesome. He walks around after five o'clock in the afternoon. If you're not on the phone call, it's going, right, what are you doing here? Go home to your family. Go and work on your health. Go and work on your happiness. Get out of the office. I don't want to see you. And because of that, it's giving more people more time to go home and do what they should be doing. Yeah. Okay, which means they're far more effective and efficient because it's not one of these, oh, let's see who gets to work earlier because then, oh, look how good I feel. Let's see who leaves later. And I've been mm. in a corporate environment like that. And everyone's going, oh, I've done 80 hours this week. I've done 93. I've done 64. I've gone, I've done 20. Catch ya. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out. Suckers. Yeah, exactly. Who's <laughs> yeah. the fool here? Okay. So you'll, you'll find that when you focus on life, you begin to become more effective and efficient at work to spend more lot time in life. Yeah. Okay. Where a lot of these, um, people and business coaches and coaches going, you got to work harder, got to work smarter, got to do this. So, you know, you don't have to because as yeah. soon as you put more focus on work, where's the energy coming from? It's coming from home. It's going to affect your happiness and your health and your love. Hmm. That's what's going to happen. So, therefore, if you focus on work, you're going to crash. If you focus on yourself and you lift up, work is going to lift up at the same rate. Because yeah. you're actually happier and healthier and greater in love, either relationship or self-love, to lift you up. Therefore, you're going to be far more effective, more energetic at work. Yeah. Okay, so it's a totally different paradigm that we need to switch. It's not a work-life balance by any means. It's yeah. a work, sorry, it's a life-work flow. Yeah. Okay, so it flows from happiness into health, into love, and then into wealth. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. If you're happy, you'll focus on health. If you're happy and healthy, you'll focus on love. If you're happy and healthy and love, guess what? Work is going to be the beneficiary. Mm. But don't try and be happy when you've got money. Don't try and be happy when you found love. Don't be happy when you've got health because it doesn't flow uphill. Yeah. Okay, so there's my little rant, the ultimate sloth. You have to switch off. Yeah. Um. Yeah, just 100% switch off. And we're talking switch off. Yeah. Okay? Put your feet up. Watch a movie. Have a packet of chips. Nothing wrong with that. So, okay. So when you sloth out, yeah. what do you actually do? Like, and how much time do you spend? What are your go-to things that you actually do? I do mind-numbing, boring, uh, repeat comedies on TV. I've got yep. a little reclining chair near the TV. I angle it at me, sit me in front so it's like a big screen. Yeah. Put my feet up. 
put it on vibrate, give yourself a massage, have a nice drink and just chill. Okay. I'll watch some mindless comedy because the work that I do is very, very emotional. Yeah. So I have to switch off. Yeah. And because my life is very emotional, I also need a lot of analytical ways to switch off. Most people are very analytical during the day. I have to become analytical at night to switch off the emotions and to deal with stuff. Mm. So when I switch off, I do a lot of investments on shares and stock exchange and all sorts of things. So I love looking at charts because I can see patterns. I'm emotionally yeah. empty at the, at the end of each day. So I don't get emotionally caught up in trading. Yeah. Okay. So I look at analytical stuff. That's my go-to. I also watch a lot of um, car videos because <laughs> I love cars. So yeah. I'll be watching things like Top Gear or looking and researching my next car and doing reviews on that. Yeah. So I just switch off because I deal with so many people and so many emotions every day, all day, that I need to switch off. Because if I'm not able to switch off, then I can't switch on to help people. Mm. Okay? You know what I'm like when I'm switched on. And if I'm switched off, (laughs) I can't help anyone. I can't even help myself. Yeah. So I know I've got to be at that level for myself. Yep. Yeah. I totally get that. And... It's just so interesting because you have taught me so much about this over the years. There's so many things that are popping into my head, like flashbacks from certain moments. Like I remember um, right at the start, like you're, you are the voice in my head. One of them, just kidding. Thank you're you. the only, <laughs> I only have one. Uh, so there was one day, so movies are my thing, right? When I'm trying to like sloth out, I just like to watch movies, watch TV, whatever. Yep. And I remember you saying to me, but are you actually resting? Hmm. I was like, well, no, because I'm, at the time when I was a photographer, you know, I was sketching up shoots, I was emailing people. I could not be alone with myself, with my thoughts. I could not do it. And I went, I was like, screw this, man. I'm not going to do this. I'm detoxing. Like my calendar was ridiculous. Every night of the week, every day, I I was full of, you know, people and social events made me feel important. Like I was worthy because I didn't feel like that. And I was like, I'm not going to be driven by this external need for other people to make me feel like good enough. So I just cleared my calendar for like a month and I was like, I'm just going to sit and learn how to be with my own thoughts. Not easy. Not easy when you've been oh, running no. from them for Absolutely a long not. time. The guilt yeah. take over. But it, yeah. it really is that, that whole keeping busy. Yeah. It's not resting. And no. I've said it before, busy, busyness is the new stupid. Yeah. (laughs) Because what happens is we've got marketing agents. Every time we slow down, our brain wants to go back in the past and process. If we don't want to deal with stuff in the past, we'll turn towards what we call masking agents, cigarettes, drugs, alcohol, food, keeping busy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Cigarettes, drugs, alcohol, food, and keeping busy. So when people go, oh, I'm going to switch off, and they do any of those five, they're not switching off. You're just suppressing stuff. So when you switch off and literally switch off from devices, switch off yep. your phone, switch off the TV, switch off everything and just close your eyes. Most people can't do it for five minutes. Yeah. They'll go into a nervous shaking energetically and it'll just like, ah, because the brain will want to go back and deal with stuff. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting, like all of this stuff have, and learning how to do it for myself as well, because yeah, at the moment that you stop and it's just like, oh my God, I actually hate myself and I'm judging myself for this and all those limiting beliefs, right? Like I have to be productive um, because my value, all these things that we're indoctrinated with basically, mm. like my value comes from my productivity. I can't stop until I have this result or whatever. It's crazy how much we're taught that just goes totally against what we actually need 
is a human being. Yeah, like, it's, all, it's all beliefs. Oh. If we believe that we have to work hard, then that's what we're going to do. But that yeah. is not so. That's not someone else's belief. That's what you absorb. Therefore, it becomes your belief. Yeah. Okay. When you suddenly hear this and realize um, everyone else may be wrong, but I think I need to rest. But then I feel guilty if I am. Where's that guilt coming from? Yeah. You're choosing to feel guilty, but where's that other? Uh, thought process coming from, which is I need to stop. Yeah. Okay. Start working on gut instinct. The more you work on gut instinct, the, the better you're going to be, the more correct you're going to be for yourself. Yeah. If people judge you and go, oh, you're only working a 20 hour week. Well, let them judge it. They're going to be the <laughs> one burning out doing 80 hours a week. And you're going to be the successful one because you are switching on when you need to and off. Yeah. It's like a light switch. You can't have it half on and half off. It's yeah. either it's on or it's off. Bang. Simple. Yeah. Yeah. So something else that's been like really prevalent in everything that you speak about is this ability to start to trust ourselves. And that's something, again, that we're not taught how to do, is it? It's like, listen to us, the gurus. We know how to get you the result. But no, you don't. No one knows better than my own brain on how to get me to where I need to be. But learning to trust our own instincts, like exactly what you said, that was something that I struggled with. And still, like, it still comes up from time to time. You know, oh, like, it comes up, it comes up with every one of my clients. So I had a, yeah. Like, um, trusting. Are you thinking or are you trusting? You can't hold two different states at once. Yeah. So yeah. If you're thinking, you don't trust yourself. If you trust yourself, you're not going to be thinking. Yeah. And that thinking takes up how much of your time second guessing, doubting, questioning, backup plans, strategies. Yeah. If you were trusting yourself, yeah. you wouldn't be self-sabotaging. Yeah. You are self-sabotaging. Ask yourself, why am I self-sabotaging? Why am I holding myself back? What's yeah. the benefit in doing it? There is no yeah. benefit. It's yeah. just the brain saying, slow down. Yeah. Channel your inner sloth. Turn it off. <laughs> and, this is the, and seriously, this is the best time to do it. It's cold. Well, in the Southern Hemisphere, it's cold. It's winter. Happy winter for yesterday. <laughs> it's also understanding that every three months there's a new season and every season there's always different fruits and vegetables that affect us. The environment affects our DNA. Therefore, we respond differently. Who we are in winter is different to who we are in summer. Yeah. That, so we need to understand that every three months you're going to hit a resistance wall. Yeah. Pushing, pushing, pushing through it, it's not going to work. The only way to do it is to simply turn off then when the motivation and the energy and the focus is there, bang, go again, and you'll break through it. Yeah. It's exactly that same demonstration with that bit of timber. Yeah. Oh, yes, we remember that one. Let's go back a few years, Monica. Uh, tell the story. I love it. I think about it all the time still. So. <laughs> oh, the day we met. <laughs> yeah, it's and it's confronting because, and I think you described it best, it's like, it's not me being in your face. It's basically all I do is hold up a mirror. So mm. all you do is you see a reflection of yourself and that's what you get angry and upset at is yeah. the person that you've become. Yeah. Okay. And it's simple. If you don't like what you see in a mirror, guess what? Turn around. Okay. Mm. Walk the opposite direction because a mirror is a perfect reflection of everything you've ever done. Everything yep. you've been through, you are a perfect reflection of even how you decided to do your hair today, what you mm. decided to wear, okay? Yeah. The decisions you made 12 months ago are now reflecting in who you are physically in that mirror. 
Yeah. Okay, if anyone can stand in front of a mirror now, do it. And if you don't like it, guess what? Turn around mm. and walk the opposite direction because you're probably facing the past anyway. Yeah. And this is a classic. Someone said, oh, but I'm looking forward. And I said, yeah, but which way are you facing? <laughs> Think yeah. about it. Yeah. You, know, you might be looking forward, but, yeah, are you facing the past or are you facing the future? If you're facing the future, well, Imagine the future version of you in the mirror. Who does that person look like? And start making changes towards that. that hmm. What does that person look like? How do they become? How do they influence things? What are they looking like they're doing? And then start evolving and start modeling the behaviors of the future version of you. Yeah. Well, that was deep, wasn't it? That was very deep, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so one question. What is the difference between choosing to stop versus self-sabotage because this is something I've thought about a lot like am I actually tired and needing to rest or am I self-sabotaging yes (laughs) if you're asking the question it's yes (laughs) yeah if you're asking a question it's yes see how we're just giving you the opportunity to totally stop and now you're questioning why I should Okay, yeah. there's the self-sabotage. Oh, almost. if you're feeling like you're self-sabotaging, understand that there's fundamentals of the human mind that says you're in control. Everything yeah. you do is for your benefit. Yeah. So why would you choose to hold back? Yeah. Okay? Mentally, you wouldn't. Physically, it's probably your brain going, hey, listen to me. Stop or I'll make you stop. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Again, it's like we just said, environmental. If you're finding a bit of resistance, that's where the self-sabotage will come through. Mm. We're documenting it as self-sabotage, but it's not. It's basically it's a reminder to your brain that you need to stop. Yeah. And let's face it, if you're feeling resistance, that's probably not the right way to go. Yeah. Ta-da. Yeah. So, yeah, this has been really interesting to explore because I've definitely been like, taking actual days, like full days to do nothing. And then I feel good. But then I don't often, like there have been so many moments recently where I don't feel super inspired to do things, but I push myself to do them and then I feel really good. So it's mm. like the further along I'm going, it, it's scary. And, and it's that fear of success thing in my head where I'm like, oh my God, if I actually finish that, then I'm going to have to put it live. And then it's going to, you know, be seen by people and be visible. And so it's just, sort of discerning within myself, am I actually tired or am I scared? You know, like, where is the line? <laughs> Probably both. Probably both. Again, what are yeah. you scared of? And remember, we we're talking about the fears before, fear of snakes and spiders, you move away. But yeah. fear of putting something out, there is more of fear of success, which is pushing back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So guess what? No one's concerned about you failing or succeeding. Yeah. Okay. It's simple. People are too busy judging themselves off you. Okay. So not concerned about you. We love people being successful in sports, arts, business, science. We love successful people. We just don't like people we know being successful. Yeah. That's the critical thing because we go, oh, okay. Yeah. I could have worked my backside off the last 12, 15 years to get that, but I haven't. So. Yeah. Easiest thing to do to make myself feel better is let's go and get them and pull them back down to our level. Therefore, we'll feel better about ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> so that judgment, people are going to judge you anyway. They're going to judge you in how good you are. They're going to judge you in what you wear. They're going to judge you on your car. They're going to judge you on your appearance. They're going to judge you on your business and success. So you might as well be judged on the person you want to be. Yeah. But because it's it's ridiculous. And look, let's face it, I've been on stage in front of 800 people. and 
Well, guess what? I can guarantee the only person judging that was me. Yeah. Everyone on in the audience, they go, oh, I, I would hate to be that person on stage because everyone's looking at you. Hey, I don't care because yeah. whatever I say, people are going to, it's on, again, on that mirror. Yeah. People are going to sit there and they're going to judge themselves off what I'm saying. They're not focused on me and judging me. They're uh-huh. judging themselves off me. So I've just got, I might as well just be, make myself even bigger to really freak yourself out. <laughs> <laughs> but again, I need the mirror. Yeah. 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 Okay. So what advice do you have for people who are choosing to consciously stop and they're getting hit with all of those feelings and they've been confronted with the mirror and all the shit that they don't want to own, that they don't like? How do you advise people to start to navigate that? uncomfortable it's, stuff it's, it's a simple simple response and i've said it to you before according to i'm feeling guilty yeah according to yeah okay when you choose to stop there's two different versions there's choosing to stop and needing to stop if you need to stop it's too late when you choose yeah. to stop you're in control yeah. if you choose to stop and you feel guilty comes back to one of the other fundamentals why are you choosing to feel guilty about looking after yourself hmm. Oh, everyone else is still working. Yeah, that's great, but they're going to crash. Okay. They're yeah. also working at 60 or 70%. You yeah. know that when you switch back on, you're at a hundred percent. Yeah. Why would you feel guilty? Yeah. Okay. Again, it's you are choosing to feel this way. If you're choosing to stop, you can, you're going to choose to feel guilty. If you're choosing to feel guilty, you can choose to go, you know, I know I'm going to benefit from doing this. It's only a short term. Oh, I've got to do this. Okay, so yeah, you can get as angry and frustrated as you want, but you're choosing those emotions. Mm-hmm. When you come back to I choose to stop, then you've got to manage those emotions. Why am I feeling guilty? Okay, I'm feeling guilty because everyone else is working. Yeah. And what's going to happen if they keep doing what they're doing? Okay? When the world starts understanding you need that all and nothing, it's going to be so much better. It will be because no one's going to be splashing around the deep end and doing 15-hour work days when you can do it in five hours. Yeah. Okay? Which leaves you plenty of time to spend on your happiness, on your health, working on love, and doing what you're passionate about. And if you don't like what you're doing, change it. Mm. Oh, but I have to do this. No, I don't have to. Do you choose to? Okay, you're the one that chooses to work there. You're the one that chooses to drive that car. You're the one that chooses to live in that house. Or do you need to live in the house, have to drive that car? Hmm. Okay, because when you start going to the needs and the wants or must do, have to, got to do, they're all pushed and forced. Yeah. Whereas where you choose to drive the car, choose to live in that house and choose to do that work, you're in control of your life. If everything you do today is your choice, It'll be a totally different world. Thank you for listening. I would love to hear your key takeaways and aha moments from this episode. And I just want to remind you that you can do amazing things. You're incredible. And if no one else today has told you they believe in you, I do. Only a certain kind of person listens to a podcast like this. The best one. Go get him.